You're listening to The Body Uncovered. I'm Michelle Bond, exercise physiologist and published researcher serving clients since 1999. If you want to dig past the magazine headlines and learn how the body actually works, I'll show you how to develop a can-do attitude with a body that you can depend on. Stay tuned, and let's get Uncovered. Hello, everybody. This is Michelle Bond, your host for The Body Uncovered. Welcome, welcome, everyone. So great to be back with you. I'm hoping you are feeling positive about moving or starting a movement or exercise program and that the last episode helped you to understand that any starting point is good. It's good and meaningful and you can indeed build from there. So today I'm looking forward to uncovering a bit more about cardiovascular exercise. But before I get started on that, Comments from several people have prompted me to interject here a very important point, and that is commitment or the scheduling of these exercise bouts. I mean, you can't get a result if you are not doing anything, and getting things done usually takes some kind of plan or schedule arrangement. So a tip that I can give you is to make an appointment with yourself just like any other appointment in your life. You write down to call someone or go to a meeting or get your hair done, but what about an appointment with yourself to move? Yes? Does that make sense? I do this personally. I see that date with myself on the calendar, and I found things I really, really like doing, so I look forward to it. Just because I'm an exercise professional doesn't mean it is always easy for me to get up and exercise. I have found strategies to work around barriers that keep me and my clients moving and getting the best out of life. So I can tell you all about how to start and progress a cardiovascular program, but if there is not a plan to make this happen, all that information will do you no good. Another tip is to reframe how you think about exercise. So if you think, uh, this is just interrupting all the things I have to do, It will be painful, I tell you. That was me back in grad school while working full-time and minding a home and family. I made a lot of excuses, and then I reframed my thoughts. I said, hey, I need a break. I'm going to look at exercise as taking a break and getting my exercise in at the same time. So the time of day I scheduled it, made it all come together. Instead of thinking, I have to get it done first thing in the morning for the sake of just getting it done, I would exercise at times when I mentally just needed a break from working or writing or business or whatever. I felt like I had accomplished so much that day already, and it was time to go outside and play and see things. So I felt overwhelmed with too much to do, but I got creative and combined things. Like today, for example, I am driving to a great hill to do a walk-on for 30 minutes. I'm going to get back to my car. I'm going to open the trunk with all my equipment and do my weights. And then I head to the grocery store. So when I get home, I feel so accomplished and ready for the next thing. This is just some insight to help you find a strategy for yourself. 
So now with that little bit of framework for incorporating exercise into your life or helping you to continue exercise, let's look at a few more things with regards to cardiovascular exercise. Last time we talked about how much time you should aim for. Now let's talk about some of the tactics inside of this type of program. First, I will start with the how to perform the exercise within the time frame you did set aside. One tip is to start out slower with whatever you are doing. Like take the first five minutes and walk slower, bike slower, whatever it is, and take an inventory on how you are connecting to your body. Then, if all is well, move the pace up to where you are at for the main part of the exercise time. Then take the last three minutes to bring your heart rate down and conclude your workout. This is steady state cardio I am talking about now. Interval training is different and we will get into that in another episode. But essentially, you have three parts to your steady state cardio bout. Your warm up, the main part, and the cool down. Another tip is that you can do several activities in one cardio bout. There is no rule that says you must stay with one mode of exercise for the duration of your exercise bout for that day. In fact, when I was a trainer at a health club, I used to take my clients around to all the cardio machines and see what they liked and what they wanted to improve on, and I would make like a little mini circuit for them. For example, if they wanted to be better on the bike but could not but they could only do 5 minutes, I would tell them to start on the bike for five minutes and then go to the treadmill for 25. Then over time, they would do 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then they got so good they might do all 30 or 40 minutes on the bike. Sometimes they would do, say, 15 minutes on the bike, 15 minutes on the treadmill, and then 15 more on rowing machine or the stair stepper machine. Or what some people would do, got even more creative, they would take a 30 they would take say 30 minutes of a 60 minute dance class and then they'd come out and do 10 minutes on the bike. So this this kind of arrangement serves three purposes. You're getting your time in so you're not bored as well. Uh, you're cross training and you're becoming more proficient at something. So you got to make this doable for yourself. Get creative. In fact, you can keep shoes in your car in case you are driving somewhere and say, "Hey, I want to take a walk here." So reframing or reframe your thinking and you will be successful with this. The second point I'd like to mention is how to perform cardiovascular exercise. If you are returning to exercise after injury, surgery, or illness, after you've been cleared for exercise, you must take it slow and controlled, but be calculated. So how do you do that? You start conservatively with, say, 15 minutes three times a week at first, and then note how you feel. If you are feeling like that was enough, repeat that kind of workout until you feel stronger, and then add on time and then number of days when it's appropriate. You can't haphazardly just exercise whenever. You need to be calculated so you know what is working and not working, and if there is a setback, You can better attribute it to the right thing because you know exactly what you did and how you did it. One tip also is to pay attention to what postures you are in. For example, did you have a long airplane flight? Was there a long car trip? Did you do heavy housework? 
See, people tend to brush these things off when they are healing, but it takes a toll and is a part of how you are feeling when you are recovering from something. It all counts. Exercise is actually a stressor to the body. So in this tender state of recovery, your entry back into exercise is necessary for health, but it needs to be calculated and measured. If you would like more information about this, though, please see the show notes for this episode, and you will see a link for my free ebook, Five Fitness Fallacies. And in that, there's a section on cardiovascular workouts. There's also an opportunity to get a video series I produced. And the cardiovascular and muscle function videos have downloadable worksheets to help you plan out your strategy. All right, let us hit the main points for today. One, make an appointment with yourself to exercise just like any other appointment that you would make for yourself to get something done. Stop the overwhelm and take care of yourself. Two, we talked about cardio tactics, the how. Tactic one was how to actually exercise, or sorry, tactic one was how to actually execute a bout of steady state cardio. You're going to start slow for five minutes, get up to your pace for whatever amount of time you're at, say 25, 30 minutes, and then spend at least three minutes at that slower pace to cool down again. Tactic two was doing two different activities, or even three, in a single cardio bout, and that can serve several functions. Cross-training to alleviate boredom and getting in the time, and also using the time to get proficient at a particular activity. You can use that beginning activity as you would for your warm-up, if you wish. And lastly, we talked about how to enter back into an exercise program after injury, surgery, or illness. You want to start slow and calculated. Don't do too many things at once. You want to be able to trace your success or setback to several things, or just one thing even. It's, it, this also includes paying attention to your postures. Okay, everyone, I hope you have found this information valuable and useful for yourself. I hope you can join me next time when I discuss a few aspects of muscle function like adding to your muscle cells, what is that, and three things muscle can do and how to do those things. You are not going to want to miss this episode as I continue my mission to crush headlines and give you the real scoop on how the body works. Please feel free to leave me comments here or on my website at michellebond.com. Now that's with one L, so M-I-C-H-E-L-E-B-O-N-D. I'm on this mission to serve others in this way after assimilating so much information over the past 20 plus years. So I'd be so grateful if you could subscribe to this podcast and share it on social media or however you wish. But until next time, stay positive, stay moving, and stay uncovered. This podcast and related materials is for general informational purposes only and is not meant to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek medical clearance before starting any exercise program. The user assumes all risk. Until next time, stay uncovered.